Your Most Avid Reader by Bibi Berkey. on. Monica, I'm so sorry. I've only just seen your email now. Didn't expect you to write on Boxing Day. I haven't looked at my phone or laptop for days. Were you trying to get away from the TV or from your family? I know how that feels. Having said that, we had a pretty low-key kind of gathering this year. General goodwill and too much eating. How about you? How is the holiday season your end? I was at a screen most of the time. I didn't expect you to be at yours. I just wanted to make contact. Typed into the void. See if anything came back. Never mind. Seeing as you're asking, I spent most of the so-called holiday season in bed. Defiantly. Edward went alone to his family. He's got grown-up children, and they all met at his ex-wife's, where they had a merry little time together. They get on very well, him and his ex. I don't begrudge them their friendship, as long as I don't have to hear a single detail about it. I think he was happy to escape the gloom of our cottage for a while. It's my fault. I don't blame him. There were days I couldn't get up. I put the television on and watched it through my tears. I didn't even have the dogs for company. I made Eddie take them with him. That's how bloody-minded I was. The whole point was to allow myself to suffer. Giving in to it makes it come and go all the faster. But anyway, the point is, it's over now, bloody Christmas, and I'm up, and I've had a long time to fester and feel sorry for myself. The sufferings receded a little, I think. I actually reread Sartre's On Writing in between the god-awful soap operas and reminded myself of the pain of creativity the ruthless drive of it, the huge importance of it. I shan't beat about the bush any longer. I was a bit dismayed by your opening chapter. Shall I tell you why? Because, my dear, it was a bit too good. It seems to have come rather easily to you, this pastiche of my writing. Reading it took my breath away. It should have been enjoyable, but it wasn't. If anyone can do it, I raged, what makes me think that I'm any different or special? That was the tumult you created in me. I hated you. I'm capable of drumming up the most rabid hatreds. And it was all because you had, by fluke, written the kind of opening I was looking for, but couldn't quite reach. So... I have to ask this of you now, to get it out into the open, to clear the babbling in my head. What do you want? What do you want of me? I get a lot of requests from struggling writers who want me to put in a word for them, to use my influence to get their careers started. Is that what you have in mind here? You might as well tell me. We've just galloped along with our correspondence, and, of course, I know nothing about you. But here you are, writing me opening chapters of my own books. Tell me what you want from me, and let's get to the nub of things, shall we? 
Oh, my goodness. Oh, Monica, I'm all in a whirlwind now. Oh, I wish I had your phone number so I could call and explain. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I've caused so much trouble. Please believe me that I have absolutely no intention of eliciting your help in getting me published. Absolutely not. I've said it before. You're the writer, not me. This was just a one-off. I got the bit between my teeth. I had no intention of writing a whole book. Good grief, I, I wouldn't know how to do that. I was just trying to help. You sounded so desperate. That's just me sticking my nose in. It's the way I am. I'm a doer. And now look what I've done. Made you miserable throughout Christmas. Please believe me. I had no such motives. Deleted. Don't let me add to your angst. Whatever happens, whatever you now think of me, I remain your most avid reader. I just don't know what to think. Oh, God, don't think anything at all. I'm so sorry. Look, I'll go away. Just forget me, please. Just forget me. You put me in an awkward position, Hilary. You wanted to help, and you left me feeling very, very low and useless. I reached rock bottom. At the same time, I was getting these irritating calls from my agent and from Carla. They're no respecter of Christian festivals, let me tell you. I was assailed from all sides, even from inside. I was not in my right mind. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, yes. I'm so sorry. I can't believe that I added to your suffering. I'll never forgive myself. No, Hilary. You don't seem to be hearing me. I had no choice. I was desperate. I had to do something to feed their grasping need for words. What are you saying? I'm saying... I sent your manuscript to my agent. Oh, right. I had no choice. I was in a corner. You can surely see that. Anyone would have done the same thing in my situation. And the thing is, they want the next few chapters within a fortnight and a synopsis. So, come on. No time for apologies. We need to crack on and produce a bloody good book. Hilary was played by Rebecca Charles. Monica by Georgina Sutton. Your Most Avid Reader was written by Bibi Berkey with sound editing by Mark Lingwood. It was made by Tempest Productions and brought to you with the kind support of Rattlesnake Books, an established seller of books, maps, ephemera, art and curiosities. Rattlesnake Books can be found on Instagram, Etsy, Abe Books and Biblio.